Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad that you all are here. And we have two poems. I'm going to give excerpts from uh, two pieces on today. For those who are new, I invite you to write a poem about your homecoming journey, and you can email it to me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. In our first poem, I'm going to give an excerpt from is from Samantha, and I want to just uh, give a warning that there is a reference to the suicide of a friend uh, in the poem. And so for those uh, who that may be triggering, I just want to alert you to give you a moment to ground yourself, to center yourself uh, so that you're not taken by surprise. All right. This is from Samantha. The lowest of lows, I lost my identity completely, suffering a breakup. My partner of five years was suffering from addiction. Alcohol won, and I found myself alone, starting over. A year of self-love and building myself back up to welcome myself home. In February, my ex-partner took her own life and committed suicide. Grief took over and then the pandemic hit. Listening weekly helped me learn and understand, but the deep blue seas would never feel the same. Loss during this year has been key. But then again, now when I look in the mirror, who am I? Who is this person staring back at me? I'm strong, never give up and have been seeking help to navigate these waters. Welcome home. It's okay if you stumble. Welcome home. It's okay if you're not perfect. Welcome home. It's okay to be you, just the way you are. Yes, yes, Samantha. Thank you so much for naming that. Well, we're dealing with the challenges of breakups, of addiction, of ourselves or our loved ones, dealing with the realities of suicide or grief and loss. All of these uh, can be major uh, roadblocks on the journey home. They can stop us in our tracks and it is okay, you know, to, to stop and need to regroup and as you name to even ask for help as we really question our identity and then realize home is not about perfection, right? Home does not mean that I get everything right all the time and that I always have the answer, but home is what you said, that self-acceptance, just the way you are. And so I'm glad you're on the homecoming journey and thank you for sending this piece to us, Samantha. 
All right. The next one I'm going to read an excerpt from is called is by Francis Patterson Harper Ann. Francis Patterson Harper Ann. And this piece is heavenly. And I'm going to read a part of it. Tiptoeing away from the weariness of winter towards the sweet anticipation of spring. I know I'm getting closer from the new songs the birds sing. When I step into the sunshine and it gently places a kiss, I know that you sent it from heaven, for there's no other as special as this. As I listen even closer, seems the birds, they call your name. They must know how much I miss you, so they sing to ease my pain. Will I ever forgive winter for on that November day when it came inside your room and quietly took you away? Or could it be it wasn't winter, but like each season that we know, all things last for a while, seasons come and seasons go. It seems to be the coldest, grayest winter that I have ever known. Mother Nature acted out my feelings inside, having to accept that you are gone. Knowing your love, your grace and beauty transcends all realms and space, I'll cherish the things you'll always mean to me, even if I can no longer see your face. Now void of limits, disease and pain, and now you are truly free. Cherished memories of treasured times that we shared will always be part of me. When I walk in the sun and it kisses my face, I'll know that it's heavenly. For you, Mom, with infinite love. Oh, so, so beautiful. Thank you, Francis, for this beautiful piece in tribute and recognition of your mother. And as you name these seasons, seasons come and seasons go. And that is what our topic is on today, embracing new beginnings, how to embrace our new beginning. So as we think about embracing our new beginnings, the first piece that we want to really take into account is the need to take pause. I often use that term sacred pause, which means I'm not just waiting. I'm not uh, just being still as a chore or an obligation, but I'm recognizing the specialness of this moment, the importance of this present moment. And I'm checking in with my spirit, right? I'm checking in with myself. And so if you are in a place where you find yourself having to begin again, having to start over by choice or by force, this is a sacred time. And so it is no accident that we are having this episode as we prepare to end one year and to start a new year. And so I invite you to think about what has opened the door for this new beginning. And sometimes a new beginning comes after uh, the death or loss of a loved one. Sometimes a new beginning comes as a result of a breakup or divorce. Sometimes a new beginning is resulting from 
quitting a job or being fired or laid off. Sometimes a new beginning has taken place because you have moved as it relates to geography, whether moved across town or moved to a new country. Uh, sometimes a new beginning takes place because we have taken on a new role. So perhaps you have had a child and now you're taking on this parenthood role or your children have left the nest. And so now this is your new beginning, your new season, your new time. Uh, so whatever it is that has occurred, and it may not even be outside of you, it may have nothing to do with a job or children or moving, there may be an internal shift where something within you has died or something within you has been born or reborn. And so you are looking to start again. And so we all come to this place with a story that existed before this moment, but we give ourselves permission to take sacred pause and to reflect on the significance of now the significance of giving myself permission to turn the page, giving myself permission to exhale as I think about the past and to inhale my new vision, my new possibility, my new beginning. And so often before we step forward, it is important to really think about healing any of the wounds that have come as a result of your prior season or the season that you are exiting or even the season of your grief and your mourning, uh, the season of the trauma, the abuse, the oppression, whatever it is that has hurt your heart. And many of us are not even aware when our heart is broken because we can stay so busy, so distracted, but I invite you to take sacred pause, to reflect, and then to give yourself permission to truly heal because there are some wounds that I don't wanna go into my new season with that wound wide open. I don't wanna go into my new season not having acknowledged it, nurtured it, uh, healed it, where there has not been any balm uh, no healing applied. So I want to really be mindful of this uh, healing of my yesterday so that I can walk into my today and into my tomorrow. And so let us think about the ending as you prepare to enter your new beginning. I want to learn the lessons from the ending I want to see myself in that ending. I want to recognize the patterns or cycles that were a part of my yesterday. I want to see the glory, the appreciation and gratitude of my yesterday as I consider what I am taking into my present and what I am leaving behind. And so along with healing, this is also a good time for shedding, for decluttering, not only your physical space, but your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit. There are some weights that we have been carrying from our last season. 
And so for me to soar into my new season, some things cannot go with me. And so this is a clearing out time. It is a shedding, a decluttering of some habits, some thought patterns, even some relationships, perhaps some commitments, uh, things that I have been clinging to. Sometimes clinging to crumbs can keep you from being available for the feast. Sometimes clinging to fake friends will keep you occupied and not able to connect with authentic friends. Sometimes clinging to part-time appreciation and part-time loving can keep me from being available for the fullness of authentic love. Yes. So we want to really, in this sacred pause, start to reduce what I am holding in my heart, start to reduce even my busyness so that I can embrace some simplicity. Sometimes we have taken on a million tasks to distract us from our wounds. But once I make the decision to tend to my wounds, the wounded heart, my wounded soul, once I make the decision to really focus in on my wellness, on this life, this gift that I have, uh, then I no longer have to distract myself with a lot of empty busyness. But instead, I can let some things go. What are some obligations, commitments, duties, uh, time vacuums, energy vacuums, uh, false relationships? What are some things that I have been attached to that I am ready to detach from so that I can go into my new season? And perhaps it is not a habit. Perhaps it is not a person. It can also be my idea of myself that I have been walking around for years, for decades, believing some things about myself which are not true, holding on to a commitment of my own insecurity, believing the lie of my own worthlessness. And so I may need to shed my idea about who I am and what I can be and what I can have. And so for us to really consider for my new beginning, I want a new attitude. <laughs> oh, for my new beginning, I want to shift my perspective. For my new beginning, I want to leave old patterns that do not serve me, that cause me to sabotage myself in the same way over and over again. I want to leave that behind. I want to let it go. It does not serve me. It does not help me. It does not heal me. It does not empower me. And the truth is, it is not me. And so I can release it. As you prepare to enter into your new beginning, I invite you to get very clear about your voice, your heart, your spirit versus the voices of other people. Many of you, many of us, find ourselves needing a new beginning because we have been crafting a life based on other people's expectations of us, based on other people's shoulds of what we should do and what we should be. And so this is a good season 
to tear up some old scripts. <laughs> this is a good season to think seriously about who you keep in your ear, whose voices you have let talk you out of the truth of what you want to do and who you really are and what really brings you alive. And so the reality is for some of us who have been listening is we have been following other people's path. And so whose life is it that you have been living? It could be the life that your parents laid out for you, the life that your culture, your religion laid out for you. It may be uh, the life of what your peers thought would be impressive. And so I'm just so glad when we get to the space where we are free enough to not be so bothered or consumed by other people's opinions. Oh, it is such a freedom. It is a liberation where my decisions are not a matter of taking a poll of what other people think. But when I get free enough to do the thing that is alive in me, when I get free enough to fully occupy the fullness of, of who I am, right? And what I am doing here, not uh, so hungry or desperate for approval or permission, right? If you were not waiting for permission or approval and you could just be, uh, perhaps, perhaps this is the new beginning that is the authentic life, not the false life, not the public relations life, not the uh, who will I impress life, not chasing after the appearance of success life, but to really embrace who I am authentically. I like to say in my bones, right? in my bones, who I am, what I am fully alive and free. Uh, and so this is an important season for us to shift away from, pivot from the voices, opinions, uh, of the public that have dominated us and led us on some detours away from ourselves. Some of us have lived lives that were impressive to other people, but not fulfilling on a soul level. And so when you get to that place where you, you shift, right, of what, uh, what does the voice within say, right, that it is not so much of what society or anybody else will think uh, about me. And, you know, I, I recently had this opportunity uh, presented to me that had a very fancy title, <laughs> but it's not what I want to do with my life. So I had to get very clear. And I'll tell you, I didn't have to deliberate uh, long because I'm clear, right, of do I want uh, to be able to say that this is what I am, right? And point to this title, which is not really fulfilling, but could be impressive to a number of people, but it does not speak to me, right? And so uh, for me, at this season of my life, it was a very uh, easy choice. And I invite you to begin to walk in the direction of truth, of fulfillment, of authenticity. Yes. And so then we begin to dig into that place of purpose, of meaning, of transformation. And so when I want to live a purposeful life, a fulfilling life, a life of meaning, that will help to guide me in this next season. 
that I am stepping off of the treadmill, stepping off of the merry-go-round, and now I am on uh, the path of purpose, right? I am on the path of generativity, right? What I generate with my life, right? What I want to pass down with my life, uh, what I want to share, the ways I want to grow, uh, to teach, to mentor, to give, to pour from uh, a full cup. Yes. And so let us really consider what uh, is the meaning of this next season, right? If we think about time as sacred, and so this next chapter of my life, it is not wasted time. This is significant time. And so what do I want to do with this gift of time that I have that not everyone has been granted, right? For some people, time was up, uh, but we are here. And so how do I want to occupy this time, this space, this place in human history, in the history of my, my life, my narrative? What is the story that I am telling with the pages, which are the days of my life? Right. And so uh, as we think about purpose and meaning in this new beginning, we can also become very spiritually uh, grounded. And that really is just about clarifying for yourself your values of what is really important. You know, what is it that I am spending so much time and energy chasing? Right. What is it? that I have uh, put on the top of my list. And so um, our spirituality or our values can give us clarity about our priorities, about uh, the simplicity of life, what is really important. If time, energy, resource uh, is finite in some ways, right, in this moment, then what do I want to do? with the time I have in this moment, with the resources I have in this moment, with the energy I have in this moment? Right? It's a big question. It's a big question. And uh, sometimes we can point to all the things we have to do. And I just invite you to take inventory, to assess, to look again, that perhaps some of the things we have put in the have to category are actually choices. Maybe, right? Maybe some of the things. So I don't know your life, so I'm not saying everything, uh, but there may be some things that you are believing you have to do and have to do them this way and uh, have to do them at this time. And just perhaps, could you just imagine, are there any other options? Are there any other choices? Are there any other ways I can map out my life? Is there any way in which I can choose to not be stuck, right? There are some things I know that are beyond our decision-making, uh, but there is uh, a reality of some agency, some sense of empowerment uh, that you have. And so whatever that looks like for you to really connect uh, with your spirit, to look again at the map of your life and figure out what are the things that are truly unmovable, 
What are the things that are truly my priorities? What are the things that are truly my calling, right? This is what I am here for. And then what are some things that are optional uh, that maybe if I get to it, that could be interesting or actually no, (laughs) I want to remove that from the map of my life that was a part of my past, but it does not go into my present. And so as we begin to I think about our values, our spirituality, our priorities. Then we begin to move with intention on purpose that I am not just blowing in the wind. It is not just a matter of whatever people request of me today, pulling me in all different directions. No, I become intentional, right? Once I'm clear about my priorities, my value, my calling, right, then I will line up my life with that. And so let's get intentional. Let's uh, come out of being pulled in a million different directions and just doing whatever based on how the wind blows, right? And I mean that not only professionally, I mean that spiritually, I mean that relationship-wise. You know, if you're not clear about who you are, then anybody who comes along and gives you a compliment, the next thing you know, you'll be walking in that direction, right? If you're not clear about who you are, if you're not grounded in it, anybody who, you know, uh, proposes that you become a part of something, even if it doesn't resonate with you just because you were invited, then you think you need to be there. But when I am operating with intention and with clarity, then my yes can be yes and my no can be no. And if I am not sure, I can say I need to get back to you. I'm not sure. And I will go back to my sacred pause so that I can check in with myself because this next chapter, this next season of my life is going to be on purpose, right? That I don't want to just land places and say, oh my goodness, how did I end up here, right? I don't want to land places uh, any longer, right? And just say, oh, you know, this drove me here or that person drove me here. But no, no, no. I am, I am moving with intention, right? I am living with intention. And so with that in mind, it is really important to then with my new beginnings, figure out what are the daily practices that will line up with the next season of my life right? What do I need to do? What do I want to do? Because sometimes we get this grand picture of, okay, I want my next season to be fabulous, you know, but then in therapy, I would say to you, you know, what does that look like? How will you know when your life is fabulous, right? And some people just say, I don't know. I just want it to be great. Well, it's wonderful that you want it to be great. It's wonderful that you want it to be fabulous, but we will not know if we have gotten there if you don't have a sense of what that is, right? And so for us to then really drill down to say, you know, what does that look like? If, if this is the direction in which I want to go, uh, what, um, what do I need to do when I wake up in the morning that will affirm, that will align, that will reflect my priorities and my values? What do I need to do with my time during the day and what I give my time to during the day, if this is what is really important to me, then 
why is it that so much of my time is on this? right? So we begin to have our daily practices, our daily habits that will walk us in the direction of our new beginning. And then I want to name one last one, which is uh, getting actually two more. One is uh, having a point of reference. And so this may be someone who inspires you, someone who motivates you, someone who does something similar to what it is you would like to do. And it may be that you know the person personally. I have a a wonderful mentor in psychology named uh, Dr. Jessica Henderson Daniel. And she was the first black female president of the American Psychological Association. Uh, And she was just a wonderful, is a wonderful role model for me. Um, But then there are also women I look up to Um, who I have never met, right? Uh, There are people who I admire and I learn from uh, who are not even alive anymore, right? But I can study their life. I can study their writings. I can look at documentaries about them. I can talk to people who knew them. And so whether it is uh, people you connect with up close or people um, who you can follow from a distance, right? You can glean from their lives, right? You can uh, really take that in as you are moving forward. And that can help you with your roadmap because a problem some of us have is we are following people who are nowhere near manifesting what we are trying to manifest, right? So if I am duplicating someone, I am following the example of someone who uh, is not in alignment with the vision, right, that I have, then it's it's not going to match, yes? And so um, I do want to say before I get a million emails that I uh, am currently full in terms of my my mentees and and protégés because I like to uh, be able to give time, focus, and attention. But I encourage you, if you're interested in psychology, to, you know, read the work of particular psychologists that you like and then see if the best part is if they're kind of in your city once uh, COVID uh, is under control, um, if there are people that you can learn from and grow from. And it may not even be uh, just a professional mentor. Um, It may be a spiritual person of inspiration or mentor. It may be... um, not only professional, but even work-life balance, right? Of trying to figure out how do I hold all of these different aspects of myself? Uh, And then for those of you who are artists, I love that we have many creatives who follow homecoming. Um, It may not be in your same genre, but someone who uh, inspires you, the freedom with which they create, right? The freedom with which they operate. Um, And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, when you can have community with kindred spirits, right? Um, That we can feed off of each other, nourish each other, and you can be reminded about what what is really important for me in this season, right? When do I really feel alive? And the very last thing I will say about your new beginning is to really uh, be prepared for, as our poet shared on today, that it will not be perfect that we will not be perfect, that there will be stumbles, 
uh, detours. Uh, there are times when uh, we get off track. And the key is in those moments to not uh, beat ourselves up, to not surrender. If you find that you have retreated to your old life, right? If you find that you have retreated to that old pattern, uh, then we can begin again. We can begin again, right? That Genesis, new beginning. And so I embrace this season of Genesis, not just because we are going into um, a new year, but I embrace it symbolically, spiritually, psychologically, of what it means for us to release the past, to receive the present, and to be intentional about carving out our path forward. I'm excited about what we are and what we shall be. I'm excited about that. And so I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. 